everything you need for a brand new day. Cliff Owen Kate for breakfast. On the pod today, the second, I feel like I need the Rocky music. The second, Kate versus Kyle, our own Kate Chabot going up against Cowboys star playmaker Kyle Phelps. Yeah, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but watch it, listen, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, get around it if In you want. more important news, beetroot um, is not on shelves at the moment as there is a national shortage of beetroot throughout this wonderful country that we call home. We, Cliff and I miss it. Beck, producer, yeah. wants to see it dead. Yeah. And you guys weigh in. Not a lot of grey area on this one. It was very black and white, very divisive. It's coming up on the Cliffo and Kate podcast. is one of the finest sports people North Queensland has ever produced. Hi, it's Kyle Felt. And she is Kate. Hello. This is Triple M's Kate versus Kyle. Hello. Cliffo, uh, Kate versus Kyle is a regular segment here on the Cliffo and Kate for Breakfast show. We've had one so far. We mm. did a lunchbox challenge. We put together sort of, you know, ham and cheese sandwich. We did all the bits on the side. Absolutely murdered a couple of poor oranges. Ky- Kyle felt Ju- murdered juice, an orange. Juice everywhere. Juice even in your eye. I did. I got an injury. I won that challenge, Cliffo. So going into today, the score is Kate 1, NRL legend Kyle Felt 0. And we went with a Valentine's Day theme because, of course, today is the day of love. It's Valentine's Day. So yesterday, straight after the show, me, you and Kyle Felt were at the Bloom Room. Um, Beck, our producer, was there, and the lovely Nat at the Bloom Room, a local florist, Mm -hmm. Precinct and Idalia. Uh, She was the judge. Um, who could create the best Valentine's Day bouquet of flowers? This is Kate versus Kyle. Challenge number two. Nat is boss lady here at the Blue Room. What are you looking for in these floral arrangements today? Nice mix of your colours, nice uses of your main flowers and the wrapping, of course, is always the thing that seals the deal. All right. Kate and Kyle, are you ready? Still trying to figure out what a main flower is. Theory here, Kyle. What are we going for? Just put them together and hopefully they look really nice. <laughs> Kate, what's your theory? Naturally, I'm going to try and highlight the lily and this nice yellow thing here. It looks to me like this is a man trying to talk to another man who's never done floral arrangements before, but it seems like you're trying to spread the colour out. we got to spread the love, Clifford. You, you can't just congregate into one point. When you get flowers, you got to smell the whole bouquet, not just one point. So. He's full of love, this guy's full of something. He's it's talking cool. some serious smack. You felt? He's spreading the love, spreading the colour. What do you want to I was going to say, yours are a little bit more, like, don't be offended, Kate, but yours look a little bit more clumpy than Kyle's. I'm going for something a bit rustic. All right. Speed it up, guys. Clock's ticking. We've got to get the flowers wrapped and ribbon. Kyle has just chucked a wobbler. And just sort of thrown everything on the table and started again. Kate's rubber banding and you're starting again. 
It's not a speed test. Oh, give me a break. Hey, thank God you're a turtle at this one. Kate has wrapped her flowers. I don't know if she's trying to choke every last droplet <laughs> of oxygen out of them. Why, why so tight, mate? I don't know. It's so tight. I don't know, but then I've looked at Kyle's and his is definitely a lot looser and a lot prettier. Felty is up to the ribbon stage. A good layering. You've just gone for the one kind of colour thing, which I sort of like. Too much going on in the cat itself, so you yeah. don't, want to, don't want to draw it away from the bouquet. Okay, hold up your presentations. Nat from the Bloom Room. Your first thoughts on our competitors, Nat? I have to say I'm sorry. Carl's definitely nailed it. I'm so surprised. Yours is beautiful. I love it. It's stunning. No small talk, just Kyle has taken it out. What is it about Kyle's bunch? Oh, he did. There was so much thought put into that. You know, you can almost have a job here, Kyle. I did do a little bit of YouTube tutorial before I come here. Some training spanner in the works, but it's paid off. Kate versus Kyle. The official scorecard now is one game apiece. Oh, yeah. Kate versus Kyle. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, if you ever got to tie up a hostage, Kate's your bolt. David Lee Roth on Townsville's 102.3 Triple M. Cliffo and Kate. Secret Sound, it's back at seven. That's a new one. Only launched yesterday, so it's worth 120 bucks this morning after 7am. Cliff, we're in the final month of summer, February, hard to believe, with a monsoonal trough developing. Thought to be bringing plenty of rain along its way. There's also a potential sea bomb developing off the coast. <laughs> she doesn't even want to say the I word. I can't even say the words. Uh, we've got our man, the expert, Mick from Weather IQ. Morning, Mick. I just want to hear you say C-bomb on radio. Yeah, not that C-bomb. We all, we're all thinking not it, weren't C-bomb. we? <laughs> uh, look, th- this was front page of the Townsville Bulletin yesterday. Um, as I look at the forecast, like partly cloudy today, late showers tomorrow, showers and rain potentially on Friday. Is it looking mm. like that might be heavier, like Friday and into the weekends? Well, we can hope, but it's not looking like big falls, unfortunately. I, right. I know our dam needs it, but we don't think we're going to get the big falls we need. So um, we're definitely looking at the possibility of a cyclone forming in the Gulf. Whether it gets to that category or not, still a bit uncertain, but a low's uh, forming right on the Northern Territory coastline of the Gulf of Carpentaria. It'll move a little bit east, but then it's going to head back west again, back into the NT. So it all depends on how far east it gets. Before it turns, we'll determine how much rain we get. So we obviously don't know how much rain we're going to get over the next coming days. We're coming to the end of summer, Mick. When is all this weathery stuff going to sort of disappear? Uh, well, look, usually it's um, March for us is very hit and miss. It's very variable. You, we're meant to be in our wettest month of the year, but I'm outside right now and there's barely a cloud in the sky. Mm. It's a lovely morning, I'd admit. But um, usually March is very hit and miss for us. It all depends on the weather systems in play around the monsoon. And then come April, we start to see those temperatures really drop off and calm down a bit. But I'm really hoping we might see anywhere between 50 and 100 mils up until the end of the week. If we get that, I think we should be very happy. All right. So sea bomb time. Is that tropical low still hanging around? The Well, it wasn't even on the coral sea. It was sort of a bit further out, wasn't it? Yeah, it ended up moving out of the area of uh, Australian responsibility, so it wasn't much of an issue for us. Uh, the models are hinting at another one forming out that way, a long, long way out, not posing any interest for us whatsoever. Um, so with the one over in Northern Territory, another weak one out in the Coral Sea, we're stuck as piggy in the middle, so to speak, with uh, mostly fine weather from probably next week onwards. Right. So everyone chill. Everyone chill. Yeah. We don't no, need to drop the sea bomb. And we haven't even, <laughs> no. this whole segment, no. we haven't even said the word once. No, so we well haven't. done. 
Uh, Mick from Weather IQ, always keeping us hey. updated when things get a bit Pleasure. weathery. Thanks for can, your... I, can I just say a happy Valentine's Day to Mrs. Weather Nerd out there. Oh, Poor girl spent 30, 30 years man. putting up with my weather nerdiness, so she deserves a radio call. She deserves a lot more than that, mate. <laughs> Mick from Weather IQ, thank you. She does. Take care, guys. Triple M's pressure test. Ten questions, sixty seconds, and a grand in the hand. Pressure test is back tomorrow, Thursday, the fifteenth of February. The Valentine's Day hangover pressure test. <laughs> we'll call it Kate. And I'm giving you the answer to question numero uno. Mm-hmm. The question, Cliffo, is what language was spoken in ancient Rome? say Roman, but I feel like that's just too obvious. Like Italian, Roman. I'm, I'm just going to throw a complete spanner in the words and say like ancient Greek or something. The answer is Latin. Of course it is. Latin. An old language spoken in ancient Rome. Yes. That is the question and answer to number one. I think Latin is probably the oldest language on earth, right? My brother used to learn Latin at his school yeah. back in the late 90s. They were still... T- it is also the basis of a lot of language. Although I reckon there would be some indigenous Australian uh, language that would might maybe even outdo uh, Latin. We have one Absolutely. of the oldest living cultures Absolutely. on earth, don't we? But anyway, uh, your answer for question one, Latin for tomorrow's pressure test on Triple M. I love beetroot on a chicken and salad roll with beetroot. Nothing better. I just like there is, like there is things Aussie that are better, beast. and that is one without the beetroot. But I, my favorite is just on an Aussie beef hamburger. Oh. Take a break, burger bar on Thuringau Drive. That's our local. It's just Slap such an aggressive on. flavor, isn't it? It just takes over your whole sandwich. I love the flavor. Now, we're talking about beetroot because there is a beetroot shortage at the moment. I I was having a look at some of the news. Apparently, there's had been some adverse growing conditions for beetroot, Beck. so Mm. there's not a a big sort of stack of beetroot slices on our shelves. When you mentioned this this morning, I was gobsmacked because I I love beetroot on a Mm. sandwich. We used to have a little container full of beetroot alongside a little sort of pineapple on the on the on the dinner table in the 80s. Did your family in the 80s and the 90s have that that square kind of rectangular Tupperware container? Absolutely. And you would, yeah, you'd rip the lid off. You're way too young for this, Beck. <laughs> you'd rip the lid off this thing and then you'd like pull up the handle yep. and it would pull all the beetroot like out of the juice. I know exactly so you what you're talking about. Didn't you know, everyone in Australia have one of those? Everyone had one of those Tupperware things. Kind of sounds so disgusting. I've just Googled it. Social media users, there's scores of frustrated customers on social media. They have called it the great beetroot shortage and a national emergency <laughs> is what is being described as. Uh, I'm having a national celebration if anyone would like to come to the party. Oh, I get the hate, man. You hate the stuff. I don't like it. I've never liked it. It's just, I don't, it's. What's not to like? It's a little bit savoury. It's a little bit sweet. What's no, not to like? See, uh, pineapple, I understand through and through, but beetroot, No. It's just a gross flavour. I get that it can be quite messy, though, Beck. And it is a, it messy. doesn't, yeah. You know, if you're putting you it on... you Beck eat, all food's messy. <laughs> yeah, so true. <laughs> if you're putting it on a sandwich, Cliffo, you've got to make sure that you don't have the beetroot right, you know, jammed mm. up against the bread because that stuff does soak through. But, Beck, I love beetroot. What, what did beetroot ever do to you? It existed. Mm. <laughs> I would, even just the addition of a little bit of beetroot on top of a salad, I think. Just Winning. Hasn't even I've just got to be I've never had beetroot in a salad. Really? 
No. I like a good baked beetroot. So apparently there's no shortage of fresh beetroot. So perhaps if you get a fresh beetroot, I like to wrap it in some alfoil, balsamic vinegar, Beautiful. olive oil, salt and pepper. Whack that baby in low and slow for a good sort of hour, hour and a half. Yeah, you know what they kiss. say? You can't beat up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you finish that sentence in your head. One triple three five three. Let's throw it open, North Queensland. Uh, you've put forward an argument. Should be true. That should Stay be dead forever. Dead forever. You want yes, it dead please. forever. I want it dead forever. She wants it off the shelves. <laughs> Come I want on. To stay off my shelves. Surely please. you guys agree with us. We want it back on the shelves ASAP and back in our sangers. Beck wants to free up the space for pineapple yes. forevermore. <laughs> One triple three five three. Do you love it? Do you hate it, North Queensland? Should be true. Stay dead forever. Uh, Bronwyn first up. Morning, Bronwyn. Uh, look, I think um, my husband might have been in contact with you. Really? Because he might have needed a bit of your support to get me off his back. You know this beetroot story? Yes. Yeah. I had him looking everywhere in all the shops the other day. I cannot have a salad or a uh, burger or anything without beetroot. I'm with you, Bronwyn. I love beetroot on the table with a salad and a steak or I'd love it on a burger. Yeah, Couldn't well, agree more anyway, with you. I myself went into the shop. And he phoned and told me, he said, don't forget the can of beetroot. And I come out and I said, that shop has nothing in it. He said, I told you so. And I said, well, you can go everywhere else looking. He said, I'm telling you now, you won't get any. But I will tell you something. I got desperate and rang a neighbour up and she said she had two tins in her cupboard, a small one or a medium one. I said... I will take the medium one and I'm not paying for it. I'll return it when it comes back on the shelf. <laughs> Thanks, Bronwyn. That's Thanks, awesome. Bronwyn. Save some for me. Uh, one triple three five three. Andrew's here. Andrew, should beetroot just stay dead forever? Yep. Yeah, oh, Andrew. Andrew. Andrew, you and I are going to be mates. Let's get together and uh, have a no beetroot party. <laughs> Andrew, what have you got against beetroot? I don't like it. Don't like the taste. How about our poor people in the studio and around Townsville and North Queensland that do love it? Shouldn't we be able to have it back yeah, on our shelves? A, you're right. Just a slither of shelf yeah. space, Andrew. No, throw it in your backyard if you want it. Uh, Andrew. <laughs> exactly. Andrew, you a heavy, you've been a smoker at all in your life? Yep. I figured, mate. No taste buds. Oh! <laughs> 